On Friday, August 28th, we lost a great man, Chadwick Aaron Bozeman, to a four-year battle with colon cancer. He was an actor from South Carolina who portrayed many iconic roles in his short time with us to include Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and many others. Most of us in comic book culture community know him as T'Challa, the Black Panther, the king of the African nation of Wakanda. His character was always strong, loving, confident, smart, and a charismatic leader. I'll never forget going to see the Black Panther movie with my family and instead of the usual nerd crowd seeing members of the black community and cosplay coming out to see this movie and being excited to be represented on screen in such grandiose fashion. Not only did it shed a light on Black Panther, but made a lot of people who didn't care about comics want to learn more. For that, Mr. Bozeman will forever be one of the most iconic members of the MCU and will not soon be forgotten. Four years of battling a deadly disease while inspiring millions of people around the globe taking time for charity events and visiting sick children and bringing light and strength to those who interacted with him. I think he showed a level of poise, love, and kindness that we can all aspire to. Rest in peace, Mr. Bozeman. Wakanda forever. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you were waiting, weren't you? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, is the cyborg, Marcus. My name is Mark. His name is Mark. You can ask him. And with us, as always, is the lovely Mago. Hello. And Mr. Ryan is here. He doesn't get crickets today. Yay. Hey, What's up, Ryan? Not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. Oh, boy. Andy We're so showered. happy to That's have great. you. Shower with some uh, Forge Supply soap. Ooh. Oh, did you? The captain, to be exact. Oh, yeah. oh. Amber and peppermint smelling. I don't even need to read the ad at this point. I know. I'm on my. Uh, I'm on Castaway right now. That's uh, that's a. Ooh. I like that one. I think it's a little bit manly, but that's okay. I mean, for me, it is just for men. But I don't. I don't care. I. It does say organic soaps for men. Well, guess what, ladies. That shit smells good. Women can fucking <laughs> use it too. Okay. They sure can. <laughs> okay. And I hear that there might be. So normally, happening. I do the ad for Ford Supply Company, but the cyborg sent me uh, something in what I can only assume is encrypted email. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't read it? He sent it telepathically to my brain and said he wanted to do the ad this week for Ford Supply. Well, it's not necessarily me doing the ad, but uh, I reached out to Ford Supply to get the written copy for the ad this week, and they had a different idea. Did they? They listened to our episode last week with our reactions to everything. Fandom? To DC Fandom, Correct. Okay. So uh, they have a new scent coming out tomorrow. So they mm. wanted live reactions to the new scent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent us some samples for you guys. Okay. Oh! Samples. So this new soap. How did you smuggle that in here without <laughs> me seeing it? It was in my pocket. Ooh. <laughs> um, Ooh. So they have their first seasonal scent coming out. It's called Carver. It's a Halloween-themed pumpkin so spice. Oh, <laughs> oh this basic like bitch in this corner. I was about to say, yeah. if anybody knows oh, uh, yeah. my give Megan me, give personally. Me, give me, give me, give me. 
she knows that uh, she a basic ass bitch. Oh, and I she so love basic. her some pocket spice. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I showered with my sample today. It is amazing. Oh. I would love to thank Ford, Ford Supply, Supply for listening to this because it is gonna get me Lizzie. I'm, I'm gonna walk out of the shower. She'd be like, "Baby, shower. you uh, wash that pumpkin spice." Yeah, lay down on the bed. I'm uncomfortable. Lay down on the bed. So I'm gonna awkwardly. You're gonna awkwardly hear. Throughout this whole episode, so I'm just gonna hold this and We're just gonna mute Megan's mic. <laughs> it smells so good when oh, you shower really with good. it; it fills up the whole bathroom. It smells so oh, good. Yeah. Can't wait. And it's seasonal. So yes. So how long is it available for? It's gonna be available for about six weeks. So Ooh. okay. So I um, need like. So she's six gonna buy her weight in it. <laughs> And smell like pumpkin year All round. All year. So spoiler alert, we're recording this on Thursday. Yeah. It comes out. It's being dropped tomorrow. Thursday Friday. the 3rd. So it's out technically tomorrow. So, but by the time you hear this, yeah. it is out and available. And there mm. will be a link in this episode. So if you're listening to it, you've probably already got the link to it and you can go buy you some. Mm. With the so promo good. code Alter Ego at checkout for 10% off. I was about to say, is that 10%? 10%. 10%. Yeah, so uh, Do I have to give that's this back exciting. To you? No, I'm that's really yours happy. to keep. <laughs> I'm really happy and I'm really sad. <laughs> you know? I'm really happy and I'm really sad because, uh, you know, we talked about the whole uh, <laughs> Chadwick Boseman thing. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get into that. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Our second sponsor, which we need to pick our second winner. Yes, yes we, we do. do. For Monday. Who's up? Who's up? Which one is he? Megan or Mark? I said Megan. Ooh. Okay, I don't do it right now. No, you don't okay. do it right now. We need like, to go oh God, through, I don't have my phone. We need to go <laughs> through the list it. of people that shared our page, shared Tony and Ello's page, and liked the post that we did, the, con the combined post. Our first winner, Manny, congratulations. Yes. He took his fiance out to- They looked uh, happy. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So Nello called me after they were there. He was like, dude, he was so happy. I was like, good, good. So uh, $50 worth of Tony and Ello's, who wouldn't be happy? Oh, my God. You so know what I food. mean? Their food is amazing, and uh, we really hope you go check them out. I'll read my normal ad, and then we'll get into today's episode. Tony and Nello's Southern Italian Cuisine and Grill is a hidden gem that is family-owned and operated on the outskirts of St. Petersburg at 1136 Pinellas Bayway, South Tier of Verde, Florida. This is a must-try for a homemade Italian lunch or dinner. Just remember to bring your appetite because the portions are very generous. Call for a reservation today at 727-867-3577 and check out TonyAndNello's.com. So, that being said, let's get into some news. And I then we'll smelling over get there. into the focus of to today's episode, <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, uh, as a group, we have our lovely group chat where we go over and uh, everything that we want to talk about and kind of try to pre-plan before the show starts. Yeah, we got and the one with Ryan, the one without Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one where Ryan says he's going to be here. What are we going to do when Justin comes back? I was just oh thinking about boy. that today. Fight to the death. Street fight. Yeah, there we go. No, we'll fit another chair. <laughs> yeah, I love Justin, too. He's a good guy. Um, and as soon as it happened Saturday, somebody sent it to me, and I said, if you're young children listening to this, close your ears. Whoever told me this, I said, you're a fucking liar. I was like, I don't believe this. That's not true. And I was harshly corrected by the internet uh, and was very, very sad to see that Bozeman had died. Uh, that was just not a good thing. So today's episode, after we do the news and all that, we're going to be loosely doing a character bio. I wouldn't say it's a full character bio about T'Challa, the Black Panther, and uh, going over the rise of the Black Panther, which is a uh, graphic novel from Marvel, which kind of goes over a lot of his 
Uh, some pivotal points. Yeah, his in, pivotal points yeah. getting started, and Megan has some good stuff to go over, yeah. too. So, that being said, let's get into the news. For all of you that diligently watch the uh, Forge Supply, Forge Supply. <laughs> the uh, Alter Ego <laughs> Facebook. Not again. <clears throat> Uh, Godzilla and Kong services in a newly discovered band. So Kong has, they've updated him. I think they've finally started to put some of the promo stuff out and made him as big as Godzilla. That's crazy. That's yeah. a big monkey. It's a big jump. <laughs> well, when you look at the time frame, I mean, I guess it could make sense for him to be that big. Yeah, and was it 30 years, 40 years, something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the 19, what, when the first movie, Skull Island, came out? 60s, 70s? 60s? Maybe. I thought it was World War One. Was it World War One or World War Two? Mm, I, I don't know. remember. Yeah, all I, I know haven't is seen it, it since it was in theaters. Freaking so. time ago. <laughs> but I'm excited for that. Team Kong, baby, all the way. Mm. Oh, and another bit of sad news that happened: Norm Spencer, the voice of Cyclops in the X-Men: The Animated Series, has died. Oh, <sighs> yeah. I was like, golly, he was uh, Cyclops for 68 episodes from 92 and 97. And his voice to me was pretty iconic. I, you know, just hearing him, that was the voice of a leader. That was the guy who was always in charge of the team. Cyclops, one of my favorites. And this guy was a big part of that. You know what? I so. actually hated Cyclops in the animated series. <laughs> That's okay. You're allowed to. I just want Wolverine to get a girl, man. Let him have some happiness, you know? He's over there cock-blocking him. No, he's cock-blocking himself. He has claws that come out of his forearms. He smells like Canadian beer, and he walks around in a flannel grunting at people with a lot more facial hair than necessary for somebody who doesn't technically have a full beard. So, no. I thought you were talking about me for a second. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) And then tons and tons of things. I mean, if it was something about Chadwick Boseman and the the wonderful things they said about him, I darn sure posted it. Uh, So... That was out there. A uh, little bit of wrestling news that I know Marga's excited for. Is it John Cena? It's stuff? not John Cena. Oh, okay. mind, sorry. It's Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. And his delicious new team up that's going on in the new story arc. Roman Reigns is teamed up with, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Oh, Lord. Who is the best manager in wrestling ever? Fight me. See me on the street. I was going to say, I'm I not don't mad care. About that, but I, Roman that Reigns is a legitimate bad guy, finally. F- oh, my God. He hasn't been a bad guy since he was like a speechless dude in the shield and just was the, bra- the brawn of the operation. People have been begging for this forever. And it's being executed perfectly. I think he might. Well, it's hard to get lightning in a bottle twice. But remember when The Rock was getting started Mm -hmm. and he was babyface Rock Mm -hmm. and he was Rocky Maya Villa Mm -hmm. and nobody cared. This is the turn. Yeah. Just like for him. So Rock finally, Nation of Domination, Mm -hmm. teamed up with D'Lo Brown and The Godfather and Farouk and all them guys, Mark Henry, Mm -hmm. and started whooping ass and being a bad guy that he finally became The Rock. So is this Roman Reigns' uh, big turn? I hope so. If anybody can get him over, Paul Paul Heyman Yeah, Paul Heyman could get over anybody in the locker room. Yeah, he proved it. If he walks out with anybody, Mm -hmm. Spike Dudley, (laughs) he could get them over with the crowd. (sighs) Spike Dudley's the man. Because I would rather watch Paul Heyman 
than any bad wrestling because he's sit here so and talk good. about wrestling all day. Hey, we could do a wrestling episode. <laughs> we could we do go. a state of wrestling episode. Ooh, Ooh. how about the fact? Here's a, we have two bits of wrestling news mm. today about the number one pound for pound ranked wrestler. Uh, what is it? Pro Wrestling Focus. They they rank wrestlers. Oh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Mm-hmm. And they named a guy who is not on the WWE roster. First time in a long time. In a long time, which is crazy. Mr. John Moxley, who's formerly Dean Ambrose from WWE. And his is, stuff has been so good in AEW. I know you haven't really watched any AEW, and I'm going to make you one day. Uh, you don't have to make me. It's a matter of, hey, AEW is on. Go watch it. You know what I mean? Because I never know no, when no, it's no. on. It's AEW is on, and I'm coming over to watch oh, it. Oh, hey, <laughs> let's okay. do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Chris Jericho. I oh, would yeah. watch Chris Jericho do anything. Moxley's good, and I love finding out about some of these new talents, although I'm sure I'd see a lot of WWE talent over there right now. Yeah, it's a handful of guys, but there's like... um. Luke Harper? Do you I remember? No, he's over there. Yeah. He's over there. He's doing great. Is he really? Yeah, he's like their intercontinental champion. It's the TNT title. I can't really. I, I never really bought him. I thought in the ring, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. On the mic, take away the mic. No, he's great. They made him use this like Southern twang and accent. He's from New York. He's a cult leader in AEW, and it's oh, great. God. It's really good. Cult leader. So he's Bray Wyatt light. No, 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 no. More like a like an organized cult leader, no no southern twang. To and if it. I was putting a number two on this list behind John Moxley, it would be Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I love Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah, I think he's the number one talent on the mic, and probably not the best in ring. Although I love his physicality, mm-hmm. I love the way he does the way that he does. But there are definitely more athletic guys out there than Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he tells an excellent story. But he. He got the title again for three weeks. Not even. Oh, no, it was One a week. week. It was, it was a, week. a week. So whatever the – was it SummerSlam? Yeah, and then he the following it, Sunday. And the following Sunday, he lost it. Why? They could have just skipped over that whole Yeah. Thing. Why did you even have the – anyway. I um, digress. <laughs> and there was a big thing on Monday night where he's like, look what I got. And he's so happy to have the title back, and then he loses it. Mm. Uh, Chris Pine, still hoping to come back as Captain Kirk in Star Trek Four. Is this officially still happening? I yeah. hate that. Yeah, well, well, no, I can't say that. I can't say, yes, it's officially happening. There's been a lot of talk of Chris Hemsworth becoming James Kirk mm. or in them doing the time rewind and following the timeline there, although he dies. Uh, but anyway, uh, I still love Chris Pine. I love that cast. It would be hard to do without the guy who plays Chekhov, who yeah. died, who was crushed yeah. by his car while he was working oh, on it. Freak horrible. accident. Crazy. Are they still doing that Quentin Tarantino Star Trek? No, movie? he has backed out of that. Okay. Yeah, Tarantino. I was, I was intrigued done. by it a little bit. Me too. I would love to see two guys talking on a holodeck for eight hours to <laughs> have one person get shot and then be talked about the greatest movie of all time. Anyway, I digress. You I digress. definitely have some issues with uh, Tarantino. Oh, Tarantino's very hit or miss for me. But um, here's one. Dave Batista leak the image of him as the Beast from Dune. I don't know who that is. Me neither. I've but never I'm seen looking Dune. at this and I'm like, oh shit. Doesn't he look super cool old? Looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. it yeah, that looks good. Uh, I'm excited for Dune. Uh, it looks makes like me, a very dusty <laughs> Dave Batista. Yeah, he, he yeah. yeah. I was like, dang, they aged him a, a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that looks good. And I apparently we're going to get the first trailer for Dune, a company with Tenet. So okay. I don't know. You mean the movie that's going to save all movies? 
that's already been out and not apparently saved all movies yet? Apparently, it's not very good. <laughs> well, so I heard this about Tenet. I heard it's very okay. I heard, so like with Inception, it's a good movie. It's very layered. Mm -hmm. But you kind of had to watch it a couple times to get everything that was happening throughout the movie. I don't mind that. I don't either. If it holds my attention, I'll watch it more than once. I don't either. Like Shutter Island, I like that a lot. Yeah. I did like Inception. But apparently Tenet is that on steroids. Oh, boy. Like, there's a lot to catch. There's a lot to see. A lot of things that you don't make sense. It's a lot forwards, of things backwards, a, upside down. Yeah, a lot of things that they don't explain, which I like. I like to have my own theories, like but sometimes, yeah. But sometimes you do have the character who's like, just show it to me. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to guess. I'm. I'm here to watch the movie. Just show it to me. Mm. So I could see why that would have some issues. But no, it's not being renowned as the movie to save all movies right now. It's being renowned as a, just a good movie. Yeah. So, mm. too much hype. Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, it's mm. set a Guinness Book of World Records I for most people simultaneously playing air guitar online. Wow. You gotta do so something. basically they had a massive Zoom meeting <laughs> and they all went up and air guitared. Okay. Cool, cool, Did cool, all those people cool, see cool. the movie? Here's what I want to know. they didn't set a world record for that. Because according to the oh, article, gosh. Keanu and... Uh, the other gentleman who's in the movie, Alex which Winters. is Alex Winter, uh, we're not a part of it. Oh, that's then a what's the point? Yeah, that is really weird. Part of the air guitar or part of the movie? Part of the part, air guitar. Yeah, no. they're having like a thing themed after the movie and they don't even show up to the yeah. Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, boy. And so I think, our, where's our last bit of news or is that it? Oh, no. I saved the best for last. I'll be the judge of that. Oh, no, I did say the best for last, but here's one before it. Batman production halted after crew member test positive uh, for COVID-19. Son of a bitch. <sighs> All those things. I mean, I'm just pressing a, buttons out of frustration at this point. Before it comes out anyway. I mean, they'll, they'll make up for lost time. Nobody Shit, needs that man. negativity. I need positivity. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to sit here and smell the soap for a minute. <laughs> just saying. It's the truth. It's the you truth. need to stop. <laughs> Doesn't come out until October. Uh, 2021. That's true. October right. 2021. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's and the one last thing. bit of news. The good news. What's last your, bit of news. I need good news. Are you ready for this good news? Yes. I don't know if run. you guys are ready for this good news. Drop it like it's hot. Something else happens in October. What are you doing? Yes! Woo! <laughs> 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 I'll see you on two. Ryan, you look very perplexed. Do you not know what this is? I don't know is? what this is. <gasps> Mandalorian! Stop it. Oh, I've never seen He's never seen Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, funny. Okay, you haven't seen Mandalorian. There's the door. Go home. Get on Disney+. Plus. Start watching The Mandalorian. Fun fact, I've only seen, like, the first original three Star Wars. And that's, and that, and that's the beauty of The Mandalorian. It doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't. This is all standalone. Yep. You could watch really this good. from start to finish. I mean, obviously, I you're, you're, wrong. It's your, your, your viewing experience would be enhanced by knowing some of the Star Wars lore, but you definitely don't yeah. need it. I am so jazzed up oh, about this. And something happened. You said, you know, obviously it's Thursday. We're recording on the third. On the fourth, something else comes out. The boys. The boys. Oh, my God. What the a week. boys season two. And they're I both know what we're standard. doing this weekend. <laughs> so at least we get to watch the first two and then wait and then watch the second two. I like that. Is yeah. boys released Are they releasing episode? two episodes at a time? Well, no. One boys. One uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian is October 30th, it said. 
Oh shit! Yeah, so no, got overexcited. Yeah, that one's. <laughs> so by the time I we get them finish, all now, really? <laughs> by the time we finish the boys, Mandalorian will be yep. coming out. I'll take it. Yeah, me yep. too. I'll take we, because I tell you what, we'll get home on a Monday and we'll be like, oh yeah, well, we gotta go to the store, and one of us will have this sudden realization, hey, hey, Mandalorian's out, we gotta go. So it's we just, on Fridays, yeah, but whatever. whatever. There is, oh my god, between <laughs> Umbrella really Academy, do. she has Mandalorian, the boys. <laughs> Oh, there's so much good stuff to it, watch. I mean, I thank goodness because watch. we haven't been able to see any of the movies we wanted to watch this year. So thank goodness the TV is starting to, mm-hmm. you know, pick up. And oh, thank goodness. Have you guys seen ads for Raised by Wolves on HBO Max? Yes. I I don't know what to make of it yet. I saw an ad today and I thought it looked a little odd, but I would be interested to see more. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know anything about, about it, it to it's be able like to make a make a comment. Half Aliens half Handmaid's Tale on the moon? Yeah. So I'm like, this is a little okay. weird. It's a lot of shit kind of smashed right. into one. So, what is this? Yeah. What is this <laughs> buffoonery? All right. Well, I'm excited for the buffoonery. We don't have HBO Max, but Still what else? Still link. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is today one of those days? Good Lord Almighty. All right. I think that's all our news. That is all the news. That's everything we have. Why don't we jump into the Black Panther? Ryan, you did extensive research. Talk to us for a couple hours. <clears throat> for a couple hours. The Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> a man. Formerly by Chadwick Boseman. That is all. That wow. Is- you, so those who come here for high quality content, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Unsubscribe. That's what you pay for. I, I missed it in the chat. My bad. <laughs> You are wearing a Black Panther shirt. You have an Avengers cup in front of you that I'm not sure has Black Panther on it. Can't see him. Just Hulk. Just Hulk. Okay, that's fine. And you're the one who said, I was going to do the Wakanda forever. And you, all you know about him is Chadwick Boseman. He's a Black Panther. What else you got? I know he's got that Jeff Bezos money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he does. Why does he have the Jeff Bezos money? Vibranium, baby. Vibranium. What's yeah. vibranium? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. It's an extraordinarily rare metal from another planet that came in on a meteor and hit a very impoverished African country of Wakanda, mm-hmm. and they were able to mine it, and what it does is it absorbs energy, and energy, that helps yeah. in tons of tons of ways. And they actually talk about it in this book that the reason it was discovered was for hunters on the land. They figured out if they wore it around their ankles and or their on their wrists, wrists and that, made their spears of it that they that it would absorb any kind of energy, including sound. sound. So yep. when they would run towards their prey, the prey would not hear what was coming and that would help them be more effective predators. It also helps them with medicine, technology, mm-hmm. everything. So that makes them the super technologically advanced and self sufficient country, which is where the Bezos money comes in. This is a great fleshed out world for the Black Panther and Wakanda. Yeah. And it's been around forever. It's been around since the 60s. I think he was the first black comic book hero, if I remember correctly, because he predates hmm. Blade. I think you're right. Because I think he debuted in 68 and he got his own solo series in 77. And I may be wrong, but Ho- I think he Hold on. We're going to Google Sam Wilson. Because that's how my mom said she Falcon. first saw him when she was a kid. 1960s, the Falcon. He was definitely before Falcon. I know that. Okay. That, he was I mean, before John Stewart. It was literally Green the Lantern. first thing that popped up on uh, on Goog, so it could be wrong. I didn't, I'm, I didn't dig for it. All right. So as it loads up. Here is the answer from the Google itself. 
The first black superhero in mainstream American comic books is the Marvel's Black Panther. Okay. Oh, an yeah. African who first appeared in Fantastic Four number 52 in July 1966. He was originally conceived by Jack Kirby as a character named Cole Tiger. Yep. Mm. But I agree with you, this world that they have built... For Black Panther, they got a secret country. They got their own materials from outer space. The way they use technology, I mean, it's just, it's just ripe for a, a movie like it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, what a world to build everything around. Yeah, and and one thing I love about Wakanda as a nation is that everybody seems on board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. We're okay with being secretive as long as yeah, we're self-sufficient. We can do our own thing. We got us. We don't want people bothering us. We're cool to be here. Yep. And they trusted in T'Chaka, who held that secrecy. Like he didn't. Well, he, th- that was what I was going to say yeah. is the, the line, the hierarchy of the Black Panther as always. being the king, but not only the king, but he's the hardest working motherfucker in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. I mean, he was he the leader, is, not just the king. Yeah. Leader, king, he's out there. There's something at the border, my lord. I'm going. Yep. Do you want us to send the, the Dora Maloje? Nope. Nope. I got I'll it. go. Don't bother them. I'll I just take love my that. Hover yeah. jet ski. <laughs> yeah. I love that he makes that. And, and, and more importantly, which they portrayed so beautifully in the movies, was the passing of the torch from his father, T'Chaka, on to T'Challa. And the way they just see the world differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but the Black yeah. Panther, to me, I was having this conversation with a, a buddy of mine not a couple of days ago when we found out about the whole thing with Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I said, you know, as a Marvel fan, I really didn't know much about DC. So, But if you looked at me and said, name me who your characters are in Marvel, growing into it, I would tell you Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Panther. Like, that's how Mm -hmm. much he was set up for me. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a genius. He, one thing that I love about him more than almost anything is I have never seen the Black Panther panic. Mm. I've never seen him scared and unprepared and worried about something about to happen to him. He always seems calm, collected. He seems a couple steps ahead of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the most polarizing things about him because, first of all, the costume, it's just badass. Killer. It's so dope. <laughs> it's so good. There's no facial expression for you to look at and go, is he worried? You know what nope. I mean? And it's just, it, it just exudes confidence, that character. And that, that's one thing that I personally have always loved about it. But um, go ahead. You were saying something. Um, I wasn't. But I've got plenty to say, but (laughs) next I was just saying, like, I like what you I was just going to hint on what you were saying that, like, the difference between T'Chaka, obviously T'Challa's father Mm -hmm. and T'Challa when he took over is is like very, very different because T'Challa wanted to make the world known how strong they were. Not just, I mean, it wasn't a monetary thing. It wasn't a, you know, a, I'm going to puff my chest thing. It was a, I mm-hmm. want them to know that we're not someone to mess with. And and obviously, like, help with the resources that we have as well, like with wars and, mm-hmm. and, and weaponry and stuff like that for, you know, the good guys. Yeah. So, like, that was a big deal to him. But, but um, that actually didn't take place until Killmonger came in there and was like, yo, there's people that look like you and me. 
that are over there suffering and starving, and y'all have all this money, you have everything, and you're not helping them. Well, that's more in the MCU, but yes, that's But, true. I mean, in, in, at least in yeah. the MCU. Yeah. That was actually one of my favorite parts. I, I was hoping he would win, yeah. and he did. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. Hoping I, that Killmonger would win? Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting take on that. That certainly is more of an MCU thing. And what, um, so to, to transition to the comic side of that, that is gone over in this book, it's more of T'Chaka says, if nobody knows we're here, nobody's going to fuck with us. If they, if we stay hidden, nobody's going to bother us. And T'Challa comes in and goes, I wish a motherfucker would. No. Well, not really. T'Challa kind of <laughs> says, well, if we're hidden and we're a secret, and everybody keeps attacking us because they want to know the secret. If we come out and let the world know, here we are, here's who we are, not let down the barrier by any means, but hey, we're Wakanda, here's where we are, deal with it. Then if somebody attacks, we can do something about it. And the, the part of that is actually, it's great that it mentions Fantastic Four is the first time he shows up because he says, so what would we have done when Galactus showed up to swallow the world? And we all die. Are we going to sit here going, yay, we're Wakanda while the earth boils into nothing? Or are we going to stand up and show everybody we're this proud nation, we're strong, we can do stuff too, we have value. So I see both sides of it. I see where T'Chaka's like, oh, man, don't let them know about the vibranium, man. We got the vibranium. Got that vibranium and, <laughs> and then for T'Challa to be like, no, let's say here we are. Here's the target on my chest. Come get it. Pull up. I can see both sides of it though. It's like a double-edged sword, no yeah. matter which way you go. And I can too. I but it's like, I mean, obviously, like in the in the comic story, it kind of explains, even in just this short, very lyric book. I don't know how wordy, uh, yeah, wordy, very D wordy just, book. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about our opinions on this book. Yeah, not bad. It was just it was a little wordy, but either way, they talk in this book about how um, it's. What am I trying to say? Like they're uh, kind of how how the secret gets out there, and it's from mm. basically their own people getting shoved out into the world or getting abducted and 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 shit going south and exiled, and exiled, and things like that. And and of course that secret's going to get around. It's not national news, but it gets into the wrong hands, which is where Claw comes in and kills T'Chaka, mm -hmm. at least in this book and in the in the comic story of Black Panther. So it's, I mean, I think when T'Challa comes in and that's the way it goes down when he's much younger, I mean, I want to say he was a kid when, when T'Chaka died. So, and he witnessed it happen and he actually was the one who took Claw's arm off. Yeah. Like, so no, it doesn't happen that way with Ultron as it no, does in the MCU. Yeah, it doesn't like in the MCU, like, I mean, T'Challa himself is maybe a nine year old. I don't remember how old he was, but a very young kid mm -hmm. takes off, you know, Claw's arm and that's where all that comes from but anyway it's like obviously when it, when that gets into the mind of uh like people like claw and 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 who are the other ones so give me uh, baron von strucker is one of them dr doom dr is one doom of them. yeah when 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 those folks start hearing about it obviously they want to know the secret and they know that it's a big fucking deal then i mean t'challa coming out like you said and saying this is how strong we are come at us is is i think is smart and, and i think he, it wasn't so much of a um there's a, he's like he's kind of like, you know, the way we're doing this now. There's this veil of mystery, and everybody wants to know, and they want to come here, and they think that we're here for a fight, so they show up ready to fight. If we tear the veil off and say, "Here's what we are," no, yeah. we're not sharing it. Let's do this diplomatically. Let's be here in front of the world. Yeah, you know. But uh, in this book, it's really cool. You have some uh, su surprises. Well, Captain America's in it. 
Baron Von Strucker's in it. Mm -hmm. Doctor Doom is in it. Namor is in it. Eric Killmonger's in it. Iron Man's in it. Doctor Fury's in it. Storm is in it. I mean, it's a pretty, uh, pretty star-studded book. Absolutely. I mean, anytime Doom is involved with you, you got problems. You know what I mean? I wonder how close those countries are. (laughs) How close is Latveria? What I really loved about that part. Um, was it really kind of shows Shuri and how kind of badass she is because that's where she gets, at least in this book, where she gets um, involved in what's what all is going mm-hmm. down. And she's very involved in it. Like in the MCU, she's very involved behind the scenes. In this book and from what I've kind of seen from the comics, she's a lot more hands-on in the comic world, which I think is pretty cool because she ends up being Black Panther later on in the comics when T'Challa ends up being the king of death, I think it is. Hmm. Which is spoiler a, alert. Well, <laughs> or King of the Dead. We'll get there. We'll talk about it. Yeah, he he doesn't always hold the thing about, and that was another thing I was going to talk about with Wakandan culture, and what I love about Black Panther is anytime somebody goes to T'Challa or T'Chaka and they say, "Hey, what are you doing?" You know what I mean? I don't like that you do this. He looks at him and goes, "Challenge days in a few months. Show your ass up if you don't like the way yeah. I run <laughs> things." Yeah, Pull and up. I like that every year you have to fight to and win. If you want to be the Black Panther, I'm like. But you also can't. You can't have the um. What's the purple flower? I was gonna say, are Heart they allowed to have herb? herb? Unless, <laughs> unless they're royalty. Mm. So. Yeah. It, I guess it would have to be like cousins and stuff of his. I mean, I don't know if anybody can just fight for it, but they sure should aren't going to get the Black Panther power. Because I you think have to don't be you royal. get it after you win, though. That's in the movie. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, in the comics, I don't think it is that way because I think that you ha- it, in the comics, it literally says that you have to be royal in order yeah. to, because otherwise, because I don't think that Killmonger is actually related to him in the he comics. Is. In the comics, he's not. He's he just not. a missing yeah. citizen. Because he ends up in a coma because he tries to eat the purple herb mm-hmm. and it puts him in a coma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a thing in the comics where if you're not of the royal bloodline and you don't have that DNA in you, you it's a poison to you. Yeah. It poisons your entire body. If yeah, from from the first Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, what I mean first Black Panther, I mean the first person who's in that lineage that ever tried that herb, which is what happened with the vibranium being in the earth. The residual energy of that metal went up into the flora and into that, that flower, which made that heart-shaped or the uh, purple herb or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, Killmonger is his cousin, yeah. and he is directly related, which is why it doesn't kill him. Right, which made for a pretty great story for the MCU, of course. Yeah. Got a lot of black people got a lot of cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did like, however, in Black Panther, the movie, when they offered it to my guy, M'Baku. He's yes. like, nope, nope, I don't want it. He's like, I'm strong enough, I don't want it. Give which it to, is give it crazy, nice. because in the comics... He, I mean, in the in the movie, he obviously does portray that white the what is he called gorilla the, the white gorilla. gorilla. He was a s- major fucking bad guy for him. So yeah. I mean, I didn't really know that until I did a little bit more digging. I knew that he was a, a villain in the comics mm-hmm. and stuff, but he was a major villain for him. And that's he becomes king of Wakanda for a while. Yeah, and I was kind of blown away. I was like, man, because Mbaka was like my favorite. I but love also, him so in the have com- you seen him in the comics with a big co- ape yeah. suit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But in the comics, he's. Freaking huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, White Wolf is in here. Yes. yes. Is. Which is what they call Bucky in the MCU. Which is yep. not that which is not White Wolf. Not that right. White Wolf. That but white it's wolf funny is... how they kind of just made the little line there like, oh, we're just going to call him White Wolf. Uh-huh. 
But yeah, he's White Wolf Hunter, in this comic is, is name. yeah. And he was an adopted older brother to T'Challa that T'Chaka had taken in and he ended up being uh, the leader of what did they, what do they call that? I don't know, but I it's basically remember. the security force for Wakanda. And and T'Chaka they're, they're the much SEAL gave team him, 6 of yeah. Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And 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 T'Challa is very not necessarily against killing, but he's he kind of, he's kind of Batmanish to where like he doesn't want to kill. He wants to do the vigilante thing. He doesn't necessarily want to end it in death if he can avoid it. That's right. And White Wolf was pretty much, I mean, at T'Chaka's full authority was ruthless and killed everybody. Like yeah. he basically was like Black Ops. And mm-hmm. they tell Black Panther that when he finds this guy and he's like, this is where my diplomacy ends. You do something else, I'm going to kill you. I love that mm-hmm. from heroes when mm-hmm. they say, all right, this is where that line is. Yeah, you found I want my line. you to know if you cross this line, I'm going to I'm going to handle you. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things in comics, however. But uh, they do say to him, you know, your dad would have ripped his fingers off and flayed his body and put him on a pike for everyone to see. He's like, yeah, no, never saw my dad do that, but uh, I'm <laughs> not going to do that. I'm not going to do that, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's such a good story. It really is. I mean, I, and I'm, <laughs> let me clarify. It's a very good story that the Black Panther has been set up to live in and that we all enjoy. This book, however, I have mixed feelings. Uh, well, before and, we get into that, though. Yeah, all right. Yeah, before we dive into the book, um, it's something that you said in the very beginning in, in the tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Obviously, uh, we're married. So I was there in the movie theater with our family, like you yeah. said. And you guys are married? Yes! Oh my god! I couldn't tell because you take separate cars. You're here, not the so. only one in this room that's seen me naked. So. Oh my gosh! Mark, Mark. Well, it's but, seven um, days, ten, two years. <laughs> but like you said, I mean, like a lot of people didn't really know the story behind Black Panther, but what he represented was massive. And it's what's really what I what I was reading today, and what's really really interesting is is even in the Black Panther story, there was there's a lot of like racism in his story. And there's a lot of, I mean, like at one point he, in the comics, he's even fighting the, the KKK. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy, mm-hmm. like how like parallel and how it really does kind of transition into, you know, into being very inspirational for especially our current kind of worldly events. So, I mean, like it was, it's, he's an inspiring character for sure oh absolutely i mean there there's so much depth depth to him i mean there's a point in time that he was actually like in a relationship with a with a white student that he was they were at at school or something and he was dating a white girl and that was not okay with the wakandians it was not okay with them Mm -hmm. and it i mean it just kind of it was just i I learned so much today like it was just such a great read even when he goes to marry storm they say no you can't marry her she's an outsider what do you mean yeah because she's a mutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, and it's not, yeah, I mean, it, that's basically race too in the comic book world. Mutants yeah. are their own race. So it's kind of like, it was just, it's so crazy. Yeah. They really use this as a vehicle to tackle those issues back in the day. Yes. And Societal now, issues that yeah. really are happening. In comic I love books that. in the 70s. Like, who would have thought? I know. That's why I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm reading and I just couldn't stop reading about him. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Same thing with X-Men. Like, they had a lot of segregation stuff, and they had a lot of, like, human rights stuff that they went through back then that was crazy for a comic book because you feel like, oh, these are for kids. These are nothing. But they really tackle some issues, and it's good that the representation has come full circle, and now it's in movies. Yeah. So it's on a wider base, and more people get to see it. And like you said in the in the intro, 
people are going out in waves to see these movies, which is a great thing. And to, to, to what she was saying, when we went to go see Black Panther, um, I'm used to the BO crowd. Oh, yeah. And the <laughs> nerds that we usually congregate with, whom I love. I'm we okay have a with. great time. But I remember seeing young black women come in and sit in the same row as us and they had face paint face on paint. they had all garb. kinds of stuff that, my sister did that yeah. it was i mean it, it, was, it, and I, it was amazing honestly i was like wow so but here's the thing when they were there were other previews in that movie and i don't remember what it was for but it was another comic book movie. And when that comic book character came in, we were like, oh yeah, here we go. And I remember hearing them go, who's this guy? Yeah. And after that, like, oh, I'm going to go see that. And I thought, damn, this is They're so like, cool. Dr. Strange. And All right. And that's yeah. what I kind of love. What I love is like putting those together is that Black Panther's story is so inspirational in the community. So it's like when they, you know, when people aren't as familiar with, they're you know comic book characters and just comic books in general when they do their own research they're like damn this really does hit home like he really mm -hmm. is something that represents our world you know what i mean and it was i just i was very happy to see that was the case because i did not know that until i dug a little further into him and i really i really enjoyed yeah know, but that. for me to see that physically manifest itself in yeah. front of me I was i was very moved i was like man these comics are powerful man mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these characters and possibly none more so than black panther because you don't see any entomologists walking in like yo ant man let's do it yeah you know what i mean <laughs> no other phds were in there or like mutants. dr strange uh. <laughs> um but it, it was just really really cool to me and the fact that i'd already loved that character anytime i love a character and i see other people getting excited for that character it just brings me the utmost joy yeah. you know so to see how well it did and how much people loved it i was like Yes. And how Chadwick Boseman embodied that character. Oh my god. Which is, yeah. That movie was a resounding success. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was like, I don't know anybody who's like, mm, it was okay. That no. was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. It was very well done. It's the one I watch over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm interested to hear your take, Ryan, because in the audio land, me, pe might people not might not know you're black. I am that I am. But you are. You're sort of black. <clears throat> and I'm interested to hear your take on somebody who follows up and finding out that, I mean, like, uh, not to sound ignorant here, but it's not like Mark, Megan, and I are going to say, oh, look, a white superhero. Yeah, most of them are. You know, so, that, I mean, we're not going is. to have something that we can identify with. I have identified with characters over emotional things, like when Punisher's family is hurt or killed, I go, I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I've lost people before, too. I, I feel that. But never somebody that doesn't look, you know, like even when you talk about the mutants, unless they got blue fur, you know, Wolverine, <laughs> he looks like a Cyclops, all of them. They just refuse to make a Greek superhero, so I have nobody to really <laughs> identify with. <laughs> Fed a boy. Uh, I get on board with that. Yeah, yeah. right. Me too. Oikos man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, uh, you're right, though. Um, for me, it was dope to see him because, like, I mean, you had Bishop. Yeah, the one yep. which is barely done, and then like you have Don Cheadle as uh, War, Machine. War Machine as a little sidekick. Yeah. yeah, but to see a person to like other than this Blade, is gonna be yeah, a full blown in the MCU, this big time movie where you've got Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, all these white people, and now boom, Chadwick Boseman's on the screen. Yep, his own movie. 
and then it's directed by a black guy and done and like not the corny african you know what i mean like yeah they made the culture out of that brought, yeah exactly they brought like so the culture good. and and all of that to the movie so it was super dope to see that on screen i mean i wanted to go see it and i was just surprised because i mean like you said in the theater it's mostly black people and yeah it's like this and don't ever normally happen it's like in the comic and book history too i mean he has always been black yeah. It's not like the Nick Fury, who at one point was a white guy. Okay. And mm -hmm. now, you know, in the MCU, it's obviously played by Samuel L. Jackson. So it's like Black Panther is a true black superhero, superhero. period. And it's it. And then, the, like you said, the lineage is always going to be a black person yeah. as yep. a superhero. Like my mom, she used to read the comics when she was younger, when they were just coming out, you know. Wow. And she was the one who told me about, like, the whole, I knew they fought the Klan. And she actually said it actually appeared in the newspaper at some point. They like, used to do comic strips of it. So one of my first comic books when I was younger was a Black Panther comic book. It wasn't necessarily, like, in order or anything, but I remember her giving me one. Like, hey, I used to have this. You read it. So, but just to see, I guess, the way he brought everything together is just awesome. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And it's one of those that um, when they talk about you know, and this is kind of a tough subject right now as soon as it is, but a lot of people are talking about it. And I think it's worth, you know, being brought up and discussed is do you recast a Black Panther? Ooh. I've one my outrageous would love to see it. Like I said, I'd love to see uh Michael B. Jordan. Michael B., yeah. We talked it. about that a yeah. little bit. And then but honestly, you're gonna be passing the torch. Let Shuri take that thing. Yeah, I can see that. I, I agree. I wouldn't. That wouldn't. I mean, I will say from everything that I've read today in the history of Black Panther, um, that pa that's past obviously what we've seen on screen so far. There's so much good story behind T'Challa himself. Like, there's mm -hmm. so much good story that I would be sad to see go. But yeah. at the same time, it's it would be nice to see Shuri step in because she is, like I said before, she is super badass and she ends up being the Black Panther herself as it is. So if they're going to recast him, I think that, you know, that's Chadwick Boseman, I'm sure would want that. He doesn't want, like I said earlier, he doesn't want that character to die along with him. So I think that if they recast him, it's going to it's gonna be a big deal. I don't know who they would use. Um, I don't because Chadwick did so good. Washington, I don't know. Dion, uh, Denzel Washington's son. Mm, but, yeah, I'm not Tenet. familiar with him. Yeah, oh, the guy from Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, oh, okay. Tenet, yeah. yeah. You know, it would kind of be full circle if he were to take it up afterwards. You do know that's how Chadwick Boseman kept going and got his start, right? Or no. Denzel Washington. No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard he about that. He was actually going to graduate from Howard. He ran out of money and couldn't afford it. And he randomly gets this, uh, like, money and whatever it goes into his thing. And he goes and uh, he gets the money to go to school. He doesn't have any idea who it is at first, nothing, and then he finds out later that it was Denzel Washington. And Denzel Washington had no idea that he was the one who gave it to him. But that's how So it was a charitable gift yeah. that he had to try to attain like a it's like an acting yeah. scholarship yeah. situation. Yeah. And or so like he, he ended up earning it and had no idea where it came, came from, from and then yeah. bam. That's awesome. Yeah. That is that's pretty amazing. I just I don't know if I want to see anybody else play T'Challa per se. Yeah. Just because Yeah. There's but just I, I just I, know that the story with Namor and and I'm assuming Storm would probably come into play mm -hmm. at some point. There's so much good stuff in his comic story yeah. that I would be sad to see go. It's just a matter of how do you replace him? Like, how do you replace Chadwick Boseman? It's the weird thing. Like, it feels too soon. 
But yeah. I also don't yeah. want to see this entire franchise lose momentum because he worked yeah. so hard for it. Yeah, yeah. and so he like worked so, and that's what I'm saying. He worked so hard for it, knowing he wasn't. Gonna he was get, in the forefront of everything. And he knew he wasn't. There's, I mean, I'm assuming he knew. Oh, probably no, this, at least for the last this year was that he the wasn't going to do kept it forever. secret in Hollywood apparently yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh, I heard rumors that he wasn't going to he didn't want to do it anymore no that that was uh that was one of those things that he said in he was already had plans in October to start beefing back up for the movie because he had fully planned on beating it and recovering and none mm. of his friends if you read all read social media Ugh. I was sitting there so distraught thinking man I love reading about this guy why wasn't he dominating my feed before yeah. like you know like when the first Black Panther came out and he was surprising all those fans and you see these trips he's taking to visit kids with leukemia in the hospital uh. and you sit there and you look at that and you look back and think this motherfucker was a real life superhero. He really was. And he had he it at that time. That's what He's I'm had saying. It the whole like, time. Oh, I just want to cry because it just makes me so sad. And he really is, as a person, inspired. It's, he's such an inspiration. Like, he really is a true life superhero. It just makes me so sad when you see someone that young that's so talented and so giving and loving and caring mm-hmm. pass yeah. in such a sad way. It, it, yeah, and knowing that about him makes him that much more perfect for this character yeah you know what i mean it's like it's a perfect casting perfect part perfect everything um i I definitely i i'm inclined to agree with you mark i don't want to see t'challa and the black panther and all the things that they built and they stood for go to hell i don't want it to not happen or be stuck in perpetual production purgatory because they don't want to put somebody in that mantle to carry it on. I don't know how they could do it where Michael B. Jordan could come back, but it's Marvel. But at the same time, anybody else that comes to Michael B. Jordan technically isn't dead in that movie. He fell off the cliff. The no, same thing him. that happened to him. But he's no, still he not going to be T'Challa. So yeah, he held him. He doesn't fall off. Oh, he doesn't fall off. So the stories still change because even if Eric Killmonger comes back and he ends up somehow being a good guy, the stories with T'Challa in the comics change. Yeah. So it's like, do we go that route or do we go Shuri? Because in, in, in reality, How do you change the T'Challa. narrative for Michael B. Jordan? Because even up until his hypothetical last breath, he was saying, no, I don't want to do this. He's don't bury me here with the Kings. I don't want that. Throw me in the ocean. You know, mm-hmm. that was his last line. I don't want to do this. So so, so what happens? Do we say Michael B. It. Jordan's spirit goes to the never-ending wildlands or wherever they were, and, he, and then he gets his mind you know changed he by could, the kings? Exactly. He could be in a coma or something because he's sick or whatever, or stabbed or whatever, and then he could meet T'Challa on that plane, and him and T'Challa could talk it out like him and his dad did. Yeah. And he could be like, look, bro, I've already started to help people like us do that. I Help he, finish it. I feel like, like they're going to go to Shiri, but like you said, Megan, it's going to leapfrog so many and stories. And you still lose the Ch- the T'Challa stories. You still lose all of that. So it's like if they went either way, I mean, I'm going to appreciate it for what it is, but there's yeah. so much T'Challa content that we're losing that it's like. They finally have Storm back. They can do it right. in the MCU but it's now. Like, would, would Chadwick Boseman want that? Like you were saying, he worked so hard to build this and he had every intention on doing it himself and unfortunately, you know, God had other plans for him. So it's like, oh. do we, as a fan, I would, I, I think that he would want it to go on yeah. as T'Challa. So it's yeah. kind of like now who, in anybody's right mind, could do it. That is not I a position sure I... Because I sure as shit don't want to see it CGI'd. 
No. no. Not would, even. That wouldn't happen. Not even. No. And le- if it was something like that to where he's talking to Killmonger in the Netherworld, like, that would be pretty impactful on more more planes than one. Yeah. But yeah. that I, would be it. I would 30 seconds to a yeah. minute at max, and, I mean, and then I'm not Disney appreciating has the, it anymore. the technology to do that now. They've yeah. done it in Star Wars movies. I don't want to see I that. Don't. Though. And it'd be kind of cool because he does consider Michael B. Jordan his little brother. Yeah, yeah. No and that's if, what I'm saying. If they have if an interaction, yeah, I agree. Yeah, That'd if there's cool. an interaction, and like I said, a minute and a half at most. But I mean, as far as I don't as want CGI, a two-hour movie. No, no, yeah. no I don't. I, just, I won't appreciate of, it. something of, that of makes a CGI Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I won't appreciate. Oh. I just there's something yeah. that makes me uncomfortable about that. They've yeah. done it in a couple different movies, and I'm just like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see that because then all you can think about the entire time is Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. You can't so think about the movie. He did record one more thing before he passed. There's an upcoming Marvel What If series, and it's animated, and all the MCU actors are voicing their own characters. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a What If series. What if um, T'Challa became Star-Lord? So that, <laughs> that, that would is, be so cool. So that is still done. <laughs> it's going to air on Disney+. Plus. So, Yo, I can't so wait. So I'm excited I to see that. Because Black Panther either. 2 wasn't even written. It is written. Yeah. I, my mom watched something and she told me too that it wasn't even written. That uh, he said he couldn't, he didn't write it yet. Who didn't write it? Ryan Coogler. Uh, Ryan Coogler. He said he couldn't write it, and he's like, it was. Oh, that's interesting. You imagine. know, when when you come to these news sources, you never know what you can trust truly, and that's the world of social media. Because I read the same thing where the script is finalized, and yeah. now they have to start over because there's no Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, no, he said he hadn't write, even written. Well, it yet. I mean, well, and like I said, the con. The MCU has obviously pulled bits and pieces yeah, from yeah. the comics. Sure I'm not lying to you. So I mean, if if they went that route and there's nothing that's written, they're not having to rewrite, and and there's nothing yeah. stopped in production, then it makes sense. And and there is, like I said, there's a major point in the comics to where Shuri becomes the Black Panther mm-hmm. because he gets locked, yeah. not necessarily locked, but he ends up, like I said earlier, he ends up being the King of the Dead. Yeah. And which is actually kind of cool if I can find it. But I can he, see the Shuri stuff happening like way down the line. It does happen way down the line. It's way, way later. There's so much shit that happens between mm-hmm. what we've seen so far in the MCU and that happening. Yeah. And one of them is him becoming the King of the Dead, which is um, Bast. Bastet is the panther god. Mm-hmm. And he basically goes down to um, Necro- Necropolis. 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 I knew I was fucking saying that wrong. But, and he basically gets all of the knowledge, strength, experiences, and ever from every previous Black Panther. Like, she like shoves it all into him. So he gets, and, but, but because of that, he becomes the king of the dead. And then Shuri has to stay in Wakanda and she becomes the Black Panther. Mm. So it does happen to where she becomes a Black Panther, but there's so much that, like, yeah. would be so unexplained mm-hmm. that I think, obviously, as fans, we would understand. Because a lot of people, but the people that don't know the Black Panther story in between wouldn't. They would just think it's like a a, like a knee jerk reaction, like oh, let's just make exactly, exactly. Instead of you know, so I don't know. And uh, it's tough from a fan. I'll help you guys out who are looking things up. If it's on we.discovered.com, it's wrong. I don't share it anymore. (laughs) No, no, no. That that's true. That site is like twenty percent accurate rating. Yeah, I shared something from we got this covered, and I had a couple of our our friends of the show who were like, "Hey, man." You should check that site, and I did, and they're absolutely right. So I've only shared one thing from them. I won't share it anymore if it says we got they discovered. Just, they literally just like Photoshop a, a an image, yeah. and then they just make a story. Uh, and that was it. not that was from Screen Rant, and that was from 2019. Okay. That says Ryan Coogler had just started on the story. Okay, so it's been a, I mean I'm close sure they, to two years at this point. So I'm sure he's got something. I'm sure it's nowhere near a finished product. I mean, I was hoping to see 
uh, Black Panther versus Namor. Yeah, me too. I really wanted to see that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, because, I mean, Namor's a, 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 that stems from Endgame. I mean, they make hints in, of that mm-hmm. in Endgame. Yeah, so. the earthquake under the ocean, they handle it by not handling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's even in that book that we were going to talk about. No, we, we can still talk about it. I mean, I think it's just... Oh, it's we like can talk about said, it. It's, it's wordy. <laughs> it, it is doesn't, wordy. It, it doesn't seem like most comic book books that I've ever read. Um, in a sense that you have such beautiful art and wonderful characters, great illustrations, but 50% of these pages is all dialogue boxes. Yeah. I just... It was a one-hour comic that took me three hours to read. I'm going to have to read a lot of Black Panther after this because I was so excited. I ordered it on Amazon, yep. came in, yes, I was ready to it do it. beautiful. And I'm like, all right, let's read this. Yeah. And I just didn't enjoy it at all. And that's so sad because I was very excited. So I'll just have to make up for it by reading some other Black Panther no, stories. No, we can so tell if you have you're any, bummed, but please, please yeah. send them in. I'd love to. I'd love to yes, read them. Comment but, below. But I'm like, on who, wherever I'm this like, is. who wrote this? I'm yeah. like, who? And then I looked it up. It's a, a blog reviewer from io9 yeah. wrote this. I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm inclined to agree with you because I, I was fighting through this book, and it's just like, golly, come yeah. on! I haven't had this hard of a time like in a very the, long. Some time. of the content is is good. Based on what I was reading today in comparison, I mean, I literally read as much as I possibly could today on Black Panther. So, I mean, a lot of it is good content. It was just so wordy and there were bubbles that weren't necessary and yeah. explanations that weren't needed. And and it really made it difficult to stay mentally on task. Like I felt like I kept losing myself. But the content that's there and the stories that are there are really good. It just seemed a little choppy. Like we were saying earlier, it was like first issue, claw, and then second issue, Namor and first now issue is Claw with, and Hydra. Yeah, and yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, we're Doctor Baron Doom. Strucker and Claw, and then it's uh, and one issue. So it's yeah. hundred and thirty pages, maybe give or take. Yeah, then it's Namor and Winter Soldier. Then it's uh, Doom. Would you say that's one hundred and thirty pages? Maybe? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's six I think issues. it's one hundred and thirty-six pages total from what Amazon was saying, but who knows what's actually the comic and what's not. And it was very. I mean, when you have Namor, Doctor Doom, Claw. Killmonger, um, the white gorilla. Oh, wait, he's not in there, is he? No. Oh, sorry, not the white Storm's gorilla. Storm's in there. Storm's Winter in there. There's, in just, there. there's so much happening, so much happening in such a short amount of time that it just seems a little yeah, overwhelming. And not an exciting, like, ooh, here we go, right. there, boom, 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 Every boom. single one of the story arcs that they focus on and a couple issues in this book could have been their own trade paperback of yeah. a story yeah. arc. Yes, yes. It's just every word bubble is... A paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I just... Exhausting. Okay, so there's supposed to be narration in here, which I like narration in comics. Like, Saga is one that I really like the narration. But this isn't narration. It's exposition disguised as narration. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it over-explained everything. And I'm just like, okay. Like, there are things, they're just double downing on so many different things. So, I don't mean to, to sit on this and... Yeah, and Mark much. Mark feels bad. I don't want to be he doesn't want to be the guy who doesn't like Black Panther because he doesn't oh, like I this book. I love Black Panther, but I don't right. like this book per right. se. So I wouldn't look uh I wouldn't probably read anything else by this writer. I don't know if he's ever done anything else, but uh yeah, yeah. I don't think I Luckily, mean if you Black don't know Panther anything about a... comics and you read this, this isn't the norm. Yeah. This is kind of almost like a 
comics for beginners. If you're trying to read everything about every single thing that's going to happen. If I, I was know. a beginner and I started reading this, I think my eyes would roll back in my head. Like, I, this is this so is much to process. This is why I don't read comics. Mm. Yeah, and that's exactly. So luckily, the Black Panther is such a an amazing character that it's not going to steer you away from reading yeah. further on him. And right. it, may, it really makes you want to read more because he, you, you learn some shit about him that even if you didn't enjoy the story that they were telling, you learn some shit about him that you're like, okay, well, I got to see how somebody yeah. else does this. Like because said, the characters, the world. World, yes. T'Challa oh. himself, T'Chaka, everything's great. Yeah. I don't think it's the story they told. I think it's the way they told it. Yeah, yeah I think so. It keeps you that's reading. It. It's a great story. Because if, if I were to explain to you it. what I read, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh man, that's really cool." But it's just the struggle to get that, there. And that I was going to say that's kind of what I was struggling with. It is that I wanted to read it so bad because I was involved in the story, but I was just like, "Oh my god, this is taking forever!" Like it was. I started at seven last night thinking I'll be done with this in plenty of time yeah. to prepare myself for tomorrow. 1030. I'm like, I'm fucking tired. I have and a, I'm still reading this fucking book. I have <laughs> a telltale sign. every. Yes, I read for three hours. When I'm reading a comic, I have a telltale sign if I'm enjoying it or not. If I'm reading it and I stop about halfway through and I do this. Oh, I did it at least three times. I look times. at the top to see like my, uh, my progress meter. Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy. I, three I remember times. The first time I read it, I'm like, oh man, this is long. And I flipped it up and it looked like that. <laughs> and I'm like... Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's like four pages. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that, I did So it that's my telltale times. sign if I'm reading a comic and I'm yep. into it or if I'm just kind of getting through it. But either yeah. way, what I read today, I couldn't stop reading about him today. So, I mean, like, the content of, of him elsewhere in comics is definitely very, very good. This book was just it was difficult. But the, the good thing is there's a lot of good Black Panther stories out yes, there. Yes, there are. Yes, and there are. they're not going to stop anytime soon nope. because... This is a character that needs to be out there and needs to be and in front of us. He looks and... badass. He's oh my god, the he's the coolest. Oh, he's so cool, and his powers. Oh my god, he's so cool. And the yeah, way they translated the, the costume yeah. to MCU. Yeah. Oh man, that was so cool. I'll say this, Definitely and I, I know you've heard me say this a thousand times. One of my absolute favorite scenes in yep. the Marvel. I actually watched it uh, day before yesterday, getting a little pumped for today. Yeah, and the Marvel Comics universe is not. Endgame. It's Infinity War. Infinity War with Cap and Black Panther on the front lines. And he says, open the barrier. And he's like, we open the barrier. And then they go running at the aliens that mm -hmm. are coming through on the other side. You can ask her. I had never been more hyped in my life. But, and, As and, I but see he, them both <laughs> running, I'm just like, let's go! Where's so T'Challa? Right out front. Right, there's the huge crowd of the Wakandan army, mm -hmm. and they're all out in front of him. And all of a sudden, Cap and, and Black Panther just jet <laughs> out from in front of that front line, and they're just fucking flying. And it really is like, oh! They want some. They want to yeah, get they, a piece. Yeah, my yeah they was do. a little bit before that, and he's like, Get this man a shield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Something I watched that broken. I was really excited about was the after credit scene. I believe it was from Civil War where he's at the UN. Yeah. He's giving a speech on yes. building bridges, not walls. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, it's delivered so well. Yes. Like, yep. uh, I really am just so, I mean, if somebody steps in those shoes and plays that character, I'll appreciate it for everything that it is. But it's going to be a really, really big old shoes to fill. I, I'm, my heart Huge. is just broken that that. That they have to that that whole community is is yeah. and his family is ugh, and like I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. If you go back and listen to a previous episode where we talked about this, I was a big proponent of Michael B. Jordan in this film yeah. and him possibly playing back Black Panther, but not under these circumstances at all. No. Like I don't think anybody if the story else needs to play T'Challa. Right, if the story fit, you know, and we weren't in the circumstances that we are, of course, like seeing him become the Black Panther would be really awesome. Mm -hmm. But now it's kind of like, Ugh. well, he can't. Yeah, uh, it's I don't know, it's man, hard. He's a Black Panther. 
Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And he, can he already got the gold the suit. MCU, yep. He can. Yeah. He got the Jaguar <laughs> suit. That's actually my favorite part of that whole movie. When he's there and everything fighting, he's like, hey, auntie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He is. I do like, I do like, uh, I gotta watch this movie again. It's been about six months since I've seen yeah. it, so I'm gonna go watch it again. I think I watched it a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna oh go home to watch Endgame just for that part where you yeah. first hear on your left and you see Black Panther walking out uh. and it's in its cap and Black Panther again. I'm like, they win! They win, baby! <laughs> yeah, that was that was a hype moment for me. Like yeah. I said. Super mm. good. Yeah. Well, oh, I think man. that's gonna do it for us over here at the Alter Ego podcast. Wouldn't you say? Well, you did hit the button, Mark. Yeah, the button's been hit. The, the button music can is be unpressed if you want. <laughs> Never unpress the button. What's that? What is that? You can unpress the button. Do you guys hear that? Ryan, do you want to unpress the button? Oh, we're good, bro. Everybody just wants to leave so they can go home and shower with this new soap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking about it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. You can reach us at Alter Ego Podcast 2 at gmail.com, on Twitter at podcast underscore ego, Facebook at the Alter Ego Podcast, Instagram at Alter Ego Pod, YouTube.com forward slash Alter Ego Podcast. Thank you, Ford Supply. Thank you, Tony and Nellos. Let's go smell like pumpkin. Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wakanda forever. From New York Times bestselling author Paula McLean comes a propulsive new mystery of intertwined destinies and heart-wrenching suspense. A detective hiding away from the world. A series of disappearances that reach into her past. Can solving them help her heal? When the Stars Go Dark tells a story of fate, redemption, and what it takes to reclaim our lives. When the Stars Go Dark by Paula McLean. Available wherever books and audiobooks are sold.